0: what's good y'all my name is dylan green and this is real notes a space dedicated to blurring the cultural and artistic lines between rap and film i'm here to chop it up with everyone from rappers and producers to journalists and video directors about their relationship to movies and how if at all film inspires their craft My guest this week is Bronx rapper Tyrone. We gave our hot takes on the Batman, spoke about his love for the fifth element and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze, the art of sneaking into movie theaters, the pros and cons of AMC Stubb's A-list, listening to Daft Punk and Cassidy, the origins of his original rap name, Breeze and Bomb, embracing TikTok and rapping in Spanish, and the creative process behind his first Spanish language album, El Peligro. Come fuck with us. Okay sorry i lost it it's, the it's called real oh. notes yeah <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you <laughs> what's cracking everybody uh welcome back R- real notes it's a, it's a it's an oddly chilly june right now like like i think uh yeah the solstice was yesterday but it's like not even 70 degrees out it's kind of weird that it's so cold in june, june. but whatever it's it's whatever um Name is Dylan CinemaSci. Uh, I got a lot of names. I do a lot of shit, uh, bounce around. Uh, I eat a lot of goldfish, too. I don't think I talk about that on the show a lot, but I eat a lot of goldfish. Y'all can't see them, but I still got the Old Bay joints. They're crazy. Anybody who hasn't tried the Old Bay goldfish, go go get those. They're, 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 they're fucking crazy. Um, and I'm with somebody today who's also who also has a lot of names and also does a lot of shit and is always fucking bouncing around everywhere between the city New York City for people who don't live here fucking New York City and all over the fucking world man's a fucking rapper he's a goddamn TikTok savant he's a fucking I, I, I don't know I don't, I, like man we got fucking Tyrone formerly known as Breeze and Bomb but now You know, Tyrone T, bro, thank you for being here, man. I appreciate you so much.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you for that introduction. Uh, You know, you can't marginalize me. Can't put me in a box. (laughs) Come on now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Bro. Yeah, man. No, we've been we've been we've been talking about doing something for a minute, 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 minute. And I'm finally happy that it could not just be. I'm just happy that it could be something that's like mine. And, like, because, yes. like, because, like, you're here because I've been fucking with your shit for a minute. And I'm just I'm just happy about all the progress you've made over the course of the last, like, five, six years. And, you know, like, oh, Pedro, you it was about to drop at some point. So, like, yeah, I'm just like, thank you, man. I'm excited. I'm excited you're here.
1: Yeah, I appreciate you, man. It's been a journey. And seeing you on this journey with Real Notes now uh, uh, has been, uh, like, pretty dope to watch as well. Like, this shit, this shit, that.
0: Thank you, bro. This is all just bullshit. I'm just having fun, and I'm just happy anybody cares. So, like, let me ask you the first thing I ask everybody who comes on here. What was the last movie or TV show that you watched that you have a strong opinion about?
1: Ooh. Uh, All right. I I just seen the Bob's Burgers movie. I don't have a strong opinion about it. You're
0: the third person in a (laughs) row who said the Bob's Burgers movie. So what did you think of the Bob's Burgers movie? (laughs)
1: Well, that, that's not my answer. Though. That's just the last movie I seen, but okay, I don't have gotcha, a strong gotcha. opinion about that one because you Got know you. it was just like it's cool. It was about burgers, you know. It yeah, like, it's like a long episode. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. would I would say the I would say I feel like the the last movie that gave me like a strong reaction was the Batman. The Robert Tell Prince. me
0: about it, because I feel I feel like maybe we talked about it, but maybe we didn't. Did you like it? Did you not like
1: it? <sighs> I felt. You know what it felt like? It felt like the metaphor I've been using to describe this is like you're making this amazing soup, right? Like you cut the fresh garlic, you got that shit sizz- like s- sizzling, like everybody can smell in the house between all the ingredients. The shit's like almost done, and then like the ratio is perfect, and you just add like a gallon and a half of water like into the soup at the end, like. <laughs> Right, we did talk about this. I remember now. Yeah. So it's like it's like, sure, there's a lot of ingredients in there that would be a fire suit, but this shit is whack because this shit is just too long. (laughs) It's like there's too much nothing (laughs) happening all in the in betweens. Like that it's like if there's a a fucking like a producer's cut, like this feels like a director's cut. Like we need a producer's cut where this shit (laughs) is like two hours long. (laughs) In <laughs> 215 max. Right. And, and I, I feel like this shit would be like fire, like a 8.5 to 9. But as it stands now, as a film, I give this shit like a six. Like, woo, Yeah. So
0: so in its current state, was there any like like what about it stood out to you in a positive way? If there was anything, like what did you like about this shit? Cause yeah, like it's 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 been um like because I saw it. And I like uh, um, I, I, I like I think I actually liked it more than you did. I liked it more than I thought I was going to like it. um I really just thought it was going to be like the Christopher Nolan shit again, but like with a little bit yeah. of a darker filter. But it like I was I was <laughs> I kind of I kind of like the uh, I kind of like the like noirish direction they went in in the shit. So like what about was there anything about this that you like
1: liked? at all yeah there there, there was a lot like uh for one it was like clear like pretty early on that this shit was like seven like Batman skins on uh the Brad Pitt uh uh Morgan Freeman uh but so like visually like it was so beautiful to look at that even in the boring parts it's like wow look at Batman suit like (laughs) it's like that shit was cool like like aesthetically pleased even if I'm bored like uh so there's that the acting I thought was great I thought Robert Pattinson did a great job as Batman uh better than I thought I I actually I I chose to not have any expectations like ever since Heath Ledger and we all freaked out when they announced it was gonna be Heath Ledger and then he was the best like (laughs) so like (laughs) I try not to judge beforehand but I thought Robert Pattinson did a great like was like subtle things he would do with his mouth that just looked like, yeah, this is a really fucking tense, pent up, like fucking <laughs> <laughs> just void, rage, motherfucker. Like he's just like, mm-hmm. facts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I it. didn't even think about that. That's so <laughs> yeah. that's
0: like that like that specific the mouth shit. Yeah, <laughs> like he's just like kind of just like
1: it's like a snarl. Like at all it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like it, it, it was it was like
0: uh it's like it's weird to con- it's weird to consider that people are still fucking with hot topic and it makes me happy because like just like it It just confirms that everything moves in cycles but like this yeah. really felt like this really felt like new generation like hot topic type shit like yeah <laughs> like, like like robert pattinson as batman is hot topic batman to me like i could see his his fucking face on like the black shirt with like the red background <laughs> yeah. and like and like and like it just it just says some shit like uh like in some like gnarled fucked up handwriting just like my parents are dead or something yeah, yeah. like
1: <laughs> it, it, it works perfectly with the
2: you're not my dad yeah moment he
1: had with fucking
0: slam the door and go listen to like the used or like, no, yeah. no, 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 not even, not even, not even. Bruce, Bruce, like at this stage, like at this I feel like this the, time, the Nirvana
1: song in fucking had, like, they right. already yeah, had the
0: song, yeah. It, 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 either that or, like, BTS. Like, he strikes me as the person who would, like, slam his door and go listen to some BTS.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> rap, rap all those sugar verses
1: on some shit, like. <laughs> put, put his hand on the fucking poster, like. <laughs> that would be incredible Uh,
0: that's (laughs) fucked up but yeah (laughs) but um uh was there anything else you liked about the movie because i because because one because one thing i really came to i didn't think i was gonna appreciate um colin farrell as the fucking penguin was crazy he just did like Like,
2: yeah like
0: acting wise he was crazy but somebody uh i saw some twitter thread where people were talking about how um uh oh because of uh emma thompson is going to be in the new matilda and people are um upset that they just like put a Mm. um a thin a thin actress in a in a fat suit which yeah yeah, and and and, like and like i guess they kind of sort of did the same thing with colin farrell as the penguin and like they're just like showing how like as good of an actor he is it was like hard for his face to emote through all the makeup And I could see that. But like the mannerisms and everything else of his performance were just so good that like it's 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 a Yeah, it's it's a it's an interesting topic that I wasn't really thinking about in the context of the Batman. But like, it's definitely something to consider. But like he did great, you know, like he was he he might have been my favorite part of the movie, maybe.
1: Yeah, he's definitely one of the best parts, especially in terms of like acting. One thing. That brings me back to things I don't, something I don't like about the movie. He's part of one of the dumbest scenes slash story like, fucking plot points. (laughs) I think I know which one, but tell me, bro. They go through the wildest car chase scene, destroy all type of property, kill God knows how many people. Also, Batman can learn some Spanish grammar, like (laughs) just be like. (laughs) But, like, all right, it. you be good, then. Like, I'll see you later. Like, oh, I knew <laughs> you were you, gonna like, say that shit. Oh yeah, my god! Like, wow, <laughs> this entire scene it became meaningless. Like, <laughs> the the greatest action scene in the movie is just like, what did he do it for? Oh, you know, a <laughs> <laughs> stone,
0: a rat with wings, yo. Like, just. <laughs> Yeah, I just my, <laughs> my, La. my dad my dad was watching the movie like a couple days ago and I popped up in that scene and I was just like, I thought about it I was like, damn, he really did all of that just to learn the <laughs> yeah, difference bro. between L and La like, come on, son like, and and like People died. they
1: had to, The he came out of a car explosion, he's like, yo
2: <laughs> <sighs> yo, Thank
1: stop
2: you. it like,
0: uh-uh like and like, honestly, that's the thing I kind of appre- <laughs> that's a, that's a thing I appreciated about this new version of Bruce, because like he's inexperienced. He's like he's like not the world's greatest detective yet. And like he even like sarcastically calls him the world's greatest detective or, or, yeah. or he, he calls yeah. them the world's greatest detectives. But like I like like the shit is stupid. You're so right. But I did. But like they the
1: definitely thing- made a choice with the uh, him being a rookie. Which I liked. What I didn't like, I felt like they just stepped a little too far in that direction. Like, I needed more moments of seeing his potential. It just felt like it was just all like you gotta be a really good scout to be like, he's gonna be a great hero one day. Like, it's like yeah. no this man
2: sucks. Like, yeah, no up. redeeming
1: qualities whatsoever. He's gonna lose at every to every turn. Like, like honestly, I know, man. but that uh, I. I, I good parts to it for sure. Oh,
0: yeah. Catwoman,
1: Catwoman,
0: yeah, of, co- of course. Come on, like <laughs> she yeah. was, yeah, <laughs> you know, like on top of the fact that she's Zoe Kravitz, like I just think she did a um, de- definitely, definitely. Uh, I think I liked her more than I liked the Anne Hathaway Catwoman, to be completely honest.
1: Oh, easily, um, easily, yeah. Easily. And like yeah, Anne Hathaway Catwoman was very like plastic, they just that it didn't feel inspired like it was just like oh we gotta put catwoman in this part three like
2: yeah
0: and yeah yeah like yeah like these two versions are just completely different and there's just like more like it really didn't feel like she was it didn't feel like Anne hathaway's catwoman was like there for any reason other than to be like oh like you said like oh we just need to have catwoman and she's like here (laughs) to like she, like, she's only here because of her relationship to Batman. She has, like, no, you don't know anything about her. You don't know about, you don't know about her, like, interior Nothing. life or, like, what likes to go. And, and then, like, with Zoe Kravitz, you like, l- like, you learn, you don't learn like a bunch about her, but you know more about her than you do about the fucking Anne Hathaway Catwoman. And, like, yeah. you
1: know, we spend a good with- time just literally watching her POV. Right. Like,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah right in the club <laughs> and shit. Like, the, the the but I think the most interesting thing about the Batman to me is that, like, it's a movie that doesn't really seem to like the idea of Batman very much. And I appreciate that. Cause mm-hmm. like people talk all the time about how like Batman like, like I, like I've been thinking about it like this for years. It's just like Batman is really just like a rich dude who beats people up in his underwear, you know? <laughs> and like the movie <laughs> and like the movie's kind of like,
1: it plays on that a little
0: I, bit. Yeah, the movie's like, I feel you. Like he yeah. is. Like, <laughs> yeah. Le- like, yeah, like let's, like let's examine, let's examine how like weird and fucked up this whole idea of like a of, of like a billionaire going to buy himself a bat suit and just like beat people up and beating and up poor people. Like, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like you know, like it it doesn't like uh, fully. That, cut. That's
1: definitely. Well, yeah, I was going to say I feel like that's one thing. I don't I don't know if the Twitter start that cuz I feel like I started seeing that sentiment on Twitter just like over the past couple of years like Batman is just a, a man who just out here beating up <laughs>
2: <laughs> poor
1: people and calling him himself the greatest. <laughs>
0: um I know I know I've heard the idea like before I came on Twitter. So I just think like I just think more people started to realize it and you know Twitter spreads everything to every corner of everywhere. Yeah. But like it's just funny to me, you know? Like and and, and um even the um yeah, just like I've been wanting to like watch the movie from front to back again but you know I thought it, I thought it was good. I didn't think it was like life-changing or amazing but it was I just liked it more than I thought I would and I guess that was
1: enough. But um yeah you know I'm a uh, I am I literally um, I, died yeah. when I left the theater. Like I was like <sighs> like I sighed during the movie and after the movie like it just like <laughs> Got that response out of me. It wasn't even calculated. It was just like, "Holy shit!" I am exasperated. Like yeah. <laughs> I'm <is> tired. <laughs> like...
0: <laughs> yeah, no, my shit was an endurance test. Goddamn. Um, it would so be a great,
1: uh, series.
0: Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. There was a. Yeah, like a lot of it did feel like it was. It was like made for HBO Max, and it was supposed to be like a five to six episode show and they yeah. just, like, made it a movie, which, yeah, yeah. <laughs> why not, I guess, like, <laughs> um, so for you, for you growing up, like, what's the first, what's the first memory you have of, like, going, or not, not even going to the movies, but, like, watching a movie, like, it could be at the theater, it could be at your cousin house, it could be wherever, just, like, first time movie, anything.
1: Um. <clears throat> I, my mom always made it a point to kind of take us to the movies, me and my brother, like even from a young age, even at an age where like most people were like, the kid is going to be too noisy, you know? Like for her, it was like, you're going to learn how to sit down and enjoy cinema. <laughs> like, I don't care if they should rate R. I want to see this movie. So you better calm your ass down. Right. Uh, so I don't know if I could pinpoint like the first movie experience i do remember seeing casper on my birthday when i was like what was that like 95 or something something like that yeah yeah and like i think that was like a a moment with graphics right like that, that was just like a whole new experience
0: yeah because they like did weird shit with the fact that they were ghosts and you could like kind of sort of see through them yeah no that was cool i remember that
1: yeah so i i felt like that felt magical like it being my birthday it being a little new visual experience big screen you know that, that that was dope i fucking another image that comes to mind is like i don't know if you've been to the movie theaters on like by 61st street by Columbus Circle, roughly. Um,
0: oh, the uh, the AMC.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there. Yeah. So there, when you go downstairs, uh, the escalator, it has like the ceiling is kind of like a film strip, that's colored like kind of like a rainbow.
0: I've never been in the basement. I've always wanted to go down uh, there, but I, but but the every movie
1: you, you walk by it though, you can kind of see like the little, little colorful. Yeah, yeah I, I exactly feel like what you're talking about. That specific like little journey down has kind of like stuck in my brain from like young age where that has even appeared in my dreams at different moments. Just like being on that escalator going down and it's like a film, of that colorful rainbow. Yeah. That's a good memory. That's crazy. That's so wow. Around. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm pretty, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's still there. Cause I went to see, uh, what was the last thing I thought I saw there? I think I saw everything everywhere all at once over there. Cause I was in the city that day. And uh There's everything
1: everywhere all at once. I'm not I don't think I know that one.
0: Yeah. Um <laughs> so it's uh I don't know how to describe it. Just like go look it up later. It's the best thing I've seen all year. It's uh well actually no, I guess I can describe it a little bit. It's about a it's about a woman. Um, um she's a uh, she's a Chinese American immigrant and she owns a laundromat and uh she gets swept up in like a multiverse like
1: oh okay I've seen, yeah. I've seen the trailer i think yeah it's it's okay. stupid go go see it it's
0: so far the best thing i've seen all year it's really 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 incredible
1: oh, yeah I'm, I'm gonna see if it's still in theaters definitely check it out
0: yeah i think i'm i'm it's it's gonna be in theaters for a while it's been running i think since like march or some shit and like movie movies don't stay in the theater for longer than like three four months so like the fact that it's still
1: there is yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mm.
0: i got a quick so, question for
1: you yes so, please do you have the amc movie pass a list like
0: i do movie? i do uh, yeah
1: yeah i, I don't but I've, I've been really contemplating it
0: man so so i love it um it's like i think i pay 25 a month for it and it's like, but like, but like, even considering how expensive, like, you know, how expensive it is to go to the fucking movies in New York yeah. City, like, shit is gonna cost you at least fifteen, you know. So like, <laughs> yep. it, it, like, you could see like two movies a month, and the shit pays for itself, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, um, cause uh, I'm I'm actually going to see uh Buzz Lightyear tonight. Actually, nice. I'm 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 pretty hyped about that. I was gonna go see it last night, but I got too busy. But um shit uh but um but yeah, i like it it's cool um you pay 25 a month you can see uh i'm 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 really about to do a fucking ad <laughs> like it's 25 25 a month you get to see i think it's up to like three free mo- uh, three movies a week for free It'll, like like any format it could be a uh, regular adobe IMAX. amc imax all of it like you don't pay extra um uh but the only downside the the way the the way that cuz um they they do a trial where you can get a month you can get a month for a dollar which is a great deal obviously um, but what they but what's in the fine print they lock you in for 2 months so like so like you so like you get that, that month, month for a dollar and then you have to pay the full price for at least so two more months another- and then uh, yeah, on yeah. top and then on top of that if you want to cancel your membership you can't resubscribe for six months after you cancel. So, like, yeah, it's... just uh, Yeah, well, so... so
1: I, it, I, could, I could see... I could theorize maybe why they would do that. And that the, can't uh so resubscribe for six months, like, preventing people from just doing that shit, like, every other right. fucking week to sort of scam the system or whatever. But, yeah, yeah. it's interesting. It's interesting.
0: But i love it you know like i have you know, you know like i have no i got no uh i got no plans to get rid of it um it's you know like if you like if you feel like if you feel like you want to go to the movies more often and you don't like there's nothing that'll get you there than knowing like oh i paid 25 dollars for this let me go catch at least one or two yeah, movies you know like people already right like, <laughs> like you don't yeah. even you know like and, and like if you wanted, it you could even just like I think, like, you could, like, go see it. You could, like, go see three movies, like, in a day
2: if you want. Yeah. But that's, like,
0: you know, like, but, but, but like, who has time for that, really? Like, I'm not trying to see, like, three movies Bro, in a day.
1: You know but who has time for that? Who has time I for know. that? <laughs> hey, all right. I got time for that. Fuck hey. <laughs> it. Ta- yeah, let me I- tell you why I say that, though. Why? So this why? has to do with, like, early movie theater memories, too. So before there was a signed seating, which is, like, Cool, but also takes away from what I'm about to tell you. Me, my mom, and my brother, we would regularly like go to the movie theaters at the first like screening, like noon, watch a movie, and then sneak yeah. into a move. Like, we the there was a day we saw four movies. Like, we we arrived at like we pretty much arrived when it opens and left when the theater was closing. Like, that's hard. <laughs> shit, but, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> and only paid for the one ticket. What was brutal was that all the fucking trailers are pretty much the same. So it was like, like 15 minutes. <laughs> uh. So it was like an hour of fucking seeing the same trailers. So uh,
0: do you remember what the four movies you saw in that one day were?
1: Yeah, okay. So I think on the day in which we saw the most movies, it was Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. One. Uh, fuck, what was it? What was the other one? I think that's the only one I remember. Yeah, that that was definitely the standout of the day. I'm gonna have gotcha so look back at the release calendar and see what movies are around. And like, oh yeah, that one, of course. <laughs> that's but so yeah. Crazy. Pirates of the Caribbean was like that. Show was like, and we snuck into that one. We didn't even pay for that one. Hard, yeah. <laughs> so
0: there are two times I think in my maybe more than two, but there's two times I like snuck into a movie. Uh, one was here in Jersey, and one was in the city. So the first one, uh, me and the homies went to. We wanted to go see Zombieland when Zombieland came out, and ah, but yeah. before, but before that was um, uh, the Michael Moore documentary, Capitalism: A Love Story, which we also really wanted to see for whatever reason. So we saw. They are, yeah. yeah. Well, um, so we, so we saw, so we saw the Michael Moore joint, and then we got out of that and um my homie sam shout out to sam he was on the other side of the theater and he let us in and we just kind of walked in and this is also before assigned seating so we just yeah. walked in and just ran it because like zombie land had like just come out and it was like the hot ticket you know so like yeah so so so, so, so like we just kind of strolled in and pulled up and watched zombie land and we we did we did two in a day and um Five. and then one year for my birthday, when I like really first started coming into the city by myself, me and that same group of friends, I took them to the Empire 25 because they had never been before. And we, uh. so I, oh, what was it? I'm trying to remember how it went down. So I had wanted to go see, damn, was it my birthday or was it something else? Either way, like regardless of what the event was, we went there and they wanted um they wanted to go see bad uh, bad lieutenant porter called new orleans the Nicolas cage cop movie which is amazing i um i was being a hater i wasn't feeling it like i made it like You're 25 like, nope. minutes yeah really like I, I was i was i was being such a brat and like i left because i wanted to go see fantastic mr fox so i left And caught like twenty minutes of Fantastic Mr. Fox, and then I stopped being a dickhead and went back upstairs, and we watched (laughs) the rest of the movie. And like the movie was like, like I said, I I was being a hater for no reason. The movie's great; it's one of my favorite movies I ever seen. Now, but like, you know, like, like at the Empire Twenty Five, uh, you used to be able to like, like you used to be able to like buy a ticket and then, like, go sneak up the escalator and go somewhere else. Or like, yeah. or 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 like, do what y'all did, where like you start at one movie and then you like make your way up the escalator and go see the other. And we did, um, we did that a couple of times. <laughs> we did that <laughs> a couple of times. I, you know, like obviously it's a little harder to do that now because they they uh they they really crack down over, over there. there. But you know the the it, s- the,
1: the fuck the fucking reservation of the seating cracks down on itself because it's like. Sure, you can sneak in, they can let you in, but then you'll be sitting on the chair and someone's like, That's my seat. You're like, oh <laughs> sorry, yeah, yeah. Then you move to another spot. Someone else rides, that's my seat. Oh shit, sorry. So it's like, <laughs> it just you don't who wants to go through all that shit? Right. So, but, the, yeah, man, but the they fucked but the, the fun, game up. For real. Ah, uh, damn. <laughs> but
0: the fun thing is now, like people don't be coming to the movies like they used to. At least not yet. Like, like like it depends on the kind of movie.
1: Like
2: yeah. so
0: like so, so like there's sometimes where like Spider-Man, I'll go to
1: the... everybody gonna call up.
0: Right, exactly. You know, so like sometimes sometimes I'll go to a movie and like I'll be one of like 10 people there. So, so like at that point you could just yeah. pick your own seat. But yeah, like if you're trying to go <laughs> yeah. see like a Spider-Man or like a Doctor Strange, like you know, like you, you you're just gonna have to wait till the next one or go tomorrow or whatever the fuck. So but Thanks. Shout out yeah. sh- shout out to sneaking into movie theaters. It's 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 a little harder than it used to be, but if you can make it happen, I uh yeah. I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not going to be that guy. I endorse it. I'm 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 not I'm not going to I'm not going <laughs> to I'm not going to tell you all to not do it. Pay pay for movies though. Like if you can, like please pay for movies cuz like that's how like movies they make their money when you pay for them and like if you want to see good shit, pay for it but also if you need to sneak in i feel you i won't judge it's all good you know (laughs) god damn so um so as you got older and you started to watch more and more movies and shit um was there like a specific time like like was there a specific film that made you fall in love with movies like not even not even it doesn't even necessarily need to be in like a, a like an artful way but just, in, but just in the sense that like, oh, like this really made me like this kind of caught me off guard. And like, I didn't expect this to hit me the way it did. Like, yeah. Do you yeah.
1: have? Do you, yeah. Um, I love, love when movies pretty young. And I think it, it's but the first movie that made me feel like, wow, this is good was uh, Teenage Mutant. Oh I was man! Like, as a kid, like, like, oh my god, this is art. <laughs> this is like a
2: beautiful. Like, <laughs> You're talking about
1: the first one, right? The part two, part two. Oh, where part two. Oh, like,
0: secret of the ooze.
1: Okay, yeah. When it starts off, and they're in the in the mall, and like, uh, like they're beating up the what is it? Like, is it foot shoulders they're beating up? or just like people who are robbing the mall. Can't I can't. I can't uh, remember. It's it's been too long. Yeah, that that opening scene, you know, we got. I think it was Donatello pretending to be a mannequin. He was like,
0: <laughs> <it> was just, <laughs> <wow>. <laughs> "Those movies, those those, those movies are so much fun, man! Like, like they feel so good. Like even now, because I watched the first one pretty recently again, and like it was like slightly before our time, like like like, like maybe yeah. by like one or two years, but like." those movies are just so much fun and like the turtles look great. The fight scenes are all so good. Yeah. And like, and no, th- like, yeah, no CG What, like, you know, you know, like CG is cool when it's like, when it's good, but just, I'm like, I'm like I'm a sucker for, like, I'm a sucker for like creature suits and practical effects. I love that. I love all that shit. So like, yeah, just and just like how intricate like you could because because I, I think the suits were designed by like the jim henson people so like so like they were like super duper intricate and had all like yes. the puppet shit and yes. like I, I always remember the one scene in in the first movie where the, um where they're fighting and one of them like ducks their head into the shell i was just like oh shit, it's just it just looks so fucking crazy like yo just, <laughs> yeah. ugh, oh, yeah. um but 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 now i gotta ask who's your favorite turtle you have a favorite turtle
1: Oh yeah, of course. Uh, uh, shit. Is that is Donatello? Uh, he that's the orange one, right? Well, I don't know why I'm thinking. No, back in. no, Michelangelo's the orange one. one. Michelang- Michelangelo, yeah, I'm, I'm bothered. Yeah. Uh, Michelangelo, <laughs> yes. Michelangelo is definitely my favorite. He's a goofball. Um, always joking, always laughing, always smiling. Uh, fucking, I used to have like a lot of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys. Like, I think. Like everyone that was made, even at that time, like oh wow, the bus it will open up, and it was like oh, I always wanted that bus. Oh, <laughs> damn, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that shit was lit, and bro, yeah that that was a real long time ago, but that that was yeah, it's like the movie toy, everything was all encompassing. But, right, um, man. Yeah, I'd say probably like a little more older. I think the fifth element was like the first time more in an artful way where I was like I want there to be a part two so I could be in it. <laughs> <laughs> you know like I started thinking about like that level of creation of like being or making movies. It's like I want there to be a part two so I can be the fucking sixth element.
2: <laughs> like <laughs>
1: yeah that should that that was a good movie right there. Saw that in what- theater what is it what is it about the fifth because
0: um you're the second I, I'm, you're the second person after Pat who I just had on two weeks ago to mention the fifth element so like what is it like it, that's such it's such a weird like really wonderful little movie like it's it's mm-hmm. like I, I it's so hard to like describe what that movie is but like what was it about the fifth element that really like because I'm always curious when people say that's one of their favorites because it's just so like. Yeah uh like so out there but like what 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 was it about the fifth element that really grabbed
1: you what's crazy is that I haven't really thought about that question until you just asked me but if I had to say I feel like the fifth element in one story like portrays and dives into so many like archetypes and like just different it's like the, there's the, you have Will Smith, who's the male hero, right? And just like has all his typical archetypical.
0: You mean Bruce Willis? Elements. Yeah, what did I say? You said Will Smith. Will,
1: Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he should have been in that movie. Now. Yeah, for real. <laughs>
0: I'm surprised he wasn't.
1: But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he would have been slapping all the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> so Bruce Willis, yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh but then you have like he's not even really the savior. Like it's is the is the woman. It's she's like the most powerful, the most dangerous, but also like needs the most protection. Like yeah. Um then you have That you was have a
0: mil- th- that was sorry to cut you off. That was that yeah. was a uh... The actress was uh, Mila Jovovich, who I love. She's fucking um, Alice from the Resident Evil movies. Yeah, shout out to Mila Resident Jovovich. Evil. For real. <laughs> she's, she's she's the best. I love her. Shout out to Mila Jovovich. Anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, and I think also as a kid, just fucking like the amount of cleavage she had. It was like the first time you're like, oh, shit. Like, like <laughs> right. is standing up. like <laughs> <laughs> Right. I feel you. Yeah. Shout out. Shout
0: out to Mila. <laughs> <laughs>
2: For real.
1: Then, you know, it has... It has like all the the religious elements that are going on with uh, how they have like the priests and like then the aliens are also like tied into like the creation of you know there's just so much shit going on there that like it's almost like an anime it's almost like a a western that it it just really captures the imagination. Right, like it was uh you ever you ever watched the show
0: uh, Eon Flux before the MTV show? yes yes because like because like the fifth element always kind of like i i can't i'm I'm pretty sure i saw the fifth element first because i didn't like know the eon because like eon flux once again was a thing when we were like babies so i uh so like i think i saw the fifth element first and then i watched eon flux because i was like really into like the old mtv like i was into like liquid television and all that shit so i just like did my I, i was doing my homework and I was like, this reminds me a lot of the fifth element. And then they made the Eon Flux movie. And I was like, oh, maybe it'll be like, like weird and cool, like the fifth element. And it wasn't like it was not, I love no. I, 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 I love Charlize <laughs> Theron, but that movie was fucking trash. That was, I that felt, was a cash grab. Oh, my God. Like, I just I was I, I, like, I want somebody to make another Eon Flux movie because I hated that one so much. I was just I, I was like. That, yeah. that was like one of the first times I remember being like so excited to see something and then being like completely let down by it.
2: Like <laughs> they, it just like,
0: excited to go to.
2: <laughs> you're like, E-O flux, E-O flux.
0: yeah, I, I don't know what it was, but like you know, I, I, I'm a shitty I'm, movie. Yeah, bro. Like, yeah, good actors. Like they they tried, but nah, that yeah. wasn't good. But the Fifth Element is you know like the I think Fifth I,
1: Element also had the pure evil as its bad guy. Like. It's just like every everything was just like archetypes, like and just told so well and like layered, like because the you know the bad guy, there's like two bad guys. There's the human like who's just a henchman essentially, for the big ball of just literal evil in space. Like, it's it's great, man.
0: Right? Yeah. No, it's a it's a it's a great it like it's a great like first movie of that kind to watch because it really does lay things out in like a like this is a protagonist like this is what an antagonist is like this big ball of evil you know like it's (laughs) it's like like it's really weird and out there and kind of like a risky movie but also very like simple is the wrong word but it's like very like direct and just very like you could like you you could like teach a class about like the way that movie tells a story you know like it's, it's just like really that might be the best thing Luke Besson ever made. Or no, no, no. I take it back because Leon the Professional exists. But
1: like yeah the,
0: yeah, the Professional is fucking crazy. But um, but yeah, no, like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Fifth Elements, a, yeah, the Fifth Element's a fantastic movie. And uh, I really
1: Chris love Tucker.
0: it. So Fifth Element's great. We all love the fifth element. Um, what uh so like with music like when did music first come into your life and when did you first fall in love with that?
1: Yeah. So music was actually a pretty like late blooming love in my life. Um, I was, was video games and like, I thought I was going to be a programmer. Um, but when i got into high school um that's like when i started even caring about music it started with uh someone had daft punk uh discovery album on cd and hey. they're like yo listen to listen to this shit <laughs> yeah and i was like whoa what the fuck <laughs> like i would listen to that shit on, I, li- I would listen like from day to night on repeat like i would sleep with the headphones on I'm just only listening to the, to that album, and like before that, like music was something that was just like be in the background at a party, or will come in from outside. Like I would never put on music on my own. Like I was that wow. detached from. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, can't, what I, I can't. I can't. I can't. I, I can't. Like the one time. Me, yeah. <laughs> That's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like th- there was just like a couple moments in my life where there was like something I fucked with enough to put on. And it was like Little Mermaid album when I was like a in fucking like preschool first grade, <laughs> under the sea. Like... <laughs> <laughs> and I, <laughs> I, I fucked. I had like a little period around like the fifth grade where I fucked with NSYNC, uh, with the, the No Strings Attached album. Yeah, who did it, man? Yeah, No Strings then, Attached was a moment. Like attached. Saw... Mostly never being someone who pressed play on music, and that's when I started listening to rap as well. Because you know, um, I went to high school in the Bronx, and there's a lot of people either rapping themselves or always just talking about rap. And it's just like eventually, just like let me see what's up. Yeah, and yeah, man. So like ninth grade was when I really started like appreciating music just period started with that punk i think went on to system of a down um and
0: toxicity got us through it what a great album
1: <laughs> yeah that's it that's just incredible and and yeah i eventually came around to the cassidy cassidy was the first rapper i got into he, he sounds it was just, like, all fucking punchlines. Just, like, every second, are yeah. be like,
2: whoa, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was lit. And then the first person I got into the whole catalog was Eminem. And, right. like, LimeWire or, like, Kazaa, whichever one was a thing at this time. And I was just, like, it was just, like, the hunt. Like, I'll just put Eminem and just download whatever songs I can find. And it's, like, it was the most unorganized way to look for shit because I didn't have like a list to reference, so I right. was just like, "Can I find a new Eminem song?" Like, <laughs> and, and yeah, man, I eventually, um, want, you know, wanted to do it myself, uh, but it it, it started it started with with that punk. right, man, oh daft punk was
0: yeah like that album in particular like just like the harder better faster stronger and like uh um i really love digital love from that album too that's such a fucking beautiful song
1: love is yeah that shit puts you in like a certain it feels like its own universe yeah my my favorite i was you know aerodynamic Uh uh-huh yeah with the guitar
2: yeah.
1: yeah that shit god yeah. that I, and um... all like i started getting into i was gonna say i started getting into like trying to, know how to play guitar so like that song uh like with electric guitar i was very interested in like all the notes all the yeah it was more interesting to me than like the lyrics right and
0: then and then and and then to like counter that with somebody like cassidy who's like super like hyper lyrical in that way is just like that's a that's an interesting contrast i like that because like yeah like cast you know you you know like for you know for people like our age and a little maybe like a little younger like those like like the like mid to younger millennials like cassidy was a that was that that was like our shit like Dipset cassidy fucking like fab like that was like being in the tri-state like you were you were you were on one of those three waves like if you weren't on all three, you you were on at you least know. one of them,
1: you know? Like when God he, when he dropped that uh the one where he's battling himself, he's like, You a star? I was like ah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I thought I thought
0: I thought I thought Cassidy was gonna take over the world. And then 10 years, 15 years later, he made that fucking, there's that video. You see the video of him making, making the His beat and it's terrible. Yeah. Hey, you like. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy, man.
1: <laughs> shout out, shout had out to Cassidy. Accident, though. What happened? Yeah, shout out Cassidy. He had an accident? He did have that accident years ago. Like, wasn't he, then he almost died like. Like, yeah, like, yeah, oh, like, yeah, he
2: just,
1: like, he learned how to talk and everything. I'm pretty sure, right? Wanna... Oh, like, damn, I forgot. Yeah, like, it was, I forgot like, all about that. He was never able to really recover from that,
0: right? Oh, man, I, for- I forgot all about that. Shout out to
1: Cassidy, man. Damn, I forgot all
0: about <laughs> that, man. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go do my homework again on that because just I'm mad I forgot <laughs> about that. <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah. So from there
1: he didn't he didn't milk it the way Kanye did his accident. That was man. right. <laughs> he, should, <laughs> he, should, he shouldn't have been like the, the album a- title, like Relearn to Rap, like whatever. Like <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have forgotten. Right.
0: And on top of that, and on top of that, you know, like it, it was a little different because like Kanye hadn't started, like that was like him starting as a solo artist. So that was like, like- that, so you know like through the wire was like a statement piece, you know, like it made it like it made sense that he did it that way. But like if like, like like if I remember correctly, the Cassidy shit happened like a not like not too far into his career, but like a decent amount of the way. Like not even like if he had done something like that, it, like it would have right been it,
1: after his biggest hit.
0: Right. Yeah. So it
1: was after like his biggest album, Yeah.
2: Mm
0: either way it would have been it would have been interesting to see if he had done something like that but you know like you also like people shouldn't have to fucking perform their shit like that if they don't want to you know like it's like as a choice like you gotta you gotta you can choose to yeah. do that or you can choose to not it's all it's all up to you but shout out to Cassidy for real
1: yeah.
0: um so um so um so as you so as you started getting older and you kind of have both these things going on at the same time just like kind of experiencing, experiencing music, music experiencing film um was there was there ever a point where you realized that the two of them like consciously or was there ever a point where you consciously realized that the two could be interlinked like how like just like how just like a, how like a movie could complement a song or vice versa
1: I don't know do you mean just more so in in like the grand scheme of things as both movies and films or you mean just like as in terms of my career like marrying the two
0: uh just just in general not even not even specifically when it comes to your career just like a
1: just like how much music affects film well you know the batman with fucking seal right uh, (laughs) it's just like that shit is like so you think of like one makes you think of the other the other makes you think of um but nah yeah like I went to I went to college for film and like there was definitely a lot of discussion about how much the sound might even be more important than the film than the film mm-hmm. and like I really believe that cuz it's like you could have uh like a fucking the lowest res um camera filming jack nicholson in his prime acting at his best and but like the audio is clear you can hear hear the voice um there's like a fucking musical score under it it's gonna feel just like a cinematic masterpiece just the same but if you have a high like imax camera filming jack nicholson and like the the audio is fucking distorted you can barely hear what he's saying the fucking music sucks like you know like this shit is ass like yeah <laughs> so I, I really feel like the sonics could when the moment I discovered that I think was probably in college b- being told by my teachers <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like a self realization <laughs> right but either way you know like, I was like e- oh, okay now that I'm thinking about it and looking around like right. Know, what are you gonna say either way um yeah, oh, yeah, like
0: either way, like that shit is that shit is real. Cause like there's a cause like there's a reason that why there's a reason why once directors realized you could like make movies with sound that people stop making silent movies. <laughs> you know, like and like it's uh you know, like
1: like
0: like film is obviously like a visual medium and that's always gonna be like the focal point, and it should be, but yeah. like but you're right. Like that's absolutely right. Like you watch, like the movie could be like the like I I never really thought about it in like those literal terms, which is crazy because I also went to school for cinema studies and that specific thing never came up. But like, yeah, like you could really watch something that looks beautiful, but like if the sound, you know, like if you could tell that there's supposed, supposed to, be to be sound, whether it's a score yeah. or dialogue, and it just like it doesn't sound good, like yeah, it's 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 gonna mess with it, the experience. It, yeah, it pulls you out like, of the, like the world, like right you know and like those you know like that's like such a what like when when filmmakers had the technology to incorporate film and sound in that way like like it became even more difficult to like make movies because having that balance and playing with and subverting that just like you're just opening up an entire new avenue of an experience you know like we don't think about it like that because like we're so used to watching sound and image work together but like but yeah. like imagine just like being in like the 20s and the 30s and they just like like i almost i almost imagine that it's like if people like i almost imagine it's like people going from like directly sampling from like records or from like recordings on the radio to like a beat machine or even like going from like yeah. a beat machine to something like fruity loops or pro tools you know like it's just like this it just completely breaks the shit open and offers all these new ways to like manipulate yeah. shit and like present it, you know, like just like, and imagine like, a, like, it's just, it's, it's just creativity,
1: crazy. Like the creativity of the, the artist of like, what does this new technology mean for the story I'm trying to tell? How can I fucking manipulate this in ways that like maybe have been done before, or haven't been done before, but just that like really drive home the emotion. Like I, if it, I'm thinking about specifically one class I had where we're looking at like films as they were coming, like the earlier films and sound design. And at first, you know, they, they had like just a very like, oh, just try to make it as clean as possible. um, But not really having an open mind beyond that, where you would find a scene where if like one scene was rainy. And like the sound was kind of like you hear the rain in the background. and then Yeah. When they shot the other angle there wasn't any like instead of just adding rain sound to the other one and just making it like a whole like new kind of thing they would just like try to like reduce the sound of the one thing but then i was just like i don't know if what i'm ex- describing is coming across you know <laughs> but it, it, it's just it was interesting to see the different moments in which people had their themselves in a box of what you could do when yeah. it's just like now it's a second nature of just like yeah just do this do that like you know
0: right it's 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 almost it's almost like uh you can almost compare it to something like when uh when tiktok first became a thing and like people are learning the editing software now and like i was i just posted a video today and i saw they just incorporated the new studio like into their uh into the posting and like it, it and, like, and like it kind of streamlines uh posting yeah. and makes it a little bit easier so like it's it's just like you know like 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 being for people like our age going from something like vine to going to like instagram and then going to tiktok you know like it, it's just yeah. like it, it's just like you think about like people like in like the sense of like bane from like batman just being like you know like you, you know like you were you were only you know, you know, like you only like adopted the thing like I was yeah, born into was born it, molded in it. by, yeah. it, you know, like it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, 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 it's just like that that relationship of just like, you know, like adopting something versus like being born into born it in and it. not knowing any different. Like, that's really cool to me and really interesting and just like something that's like, unless we get our memories wiped is never really something we're going to be able to experience in that way again type shit. Yeah. It's really cool to me.
1: I like that. And, it, and it's uh for us, especially because we ain't the youth no more, is like right trying to, it's that balance of like, there, there's always going to be that desire of trying to learn good enough to where it seems like you were born in it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it's just like, even though we already know it's not possible, it's like being born in it is always going to be like an uh, edge above. Right, <laughs> yeah. It's always going to be a little more better in the dark
2: right
1: yeah exactly you know it's 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 just about
0: finding that balance of like self-awareness when you use stuff that isn't necessarily like yours quote unquote in that way but also just like you know like it's you know like they're like obviously it's cool if people want to do what they need like like you know like there's a difference between like who's a good example there's a difference between somebody like Man, you remember, you remember that? So like on Mary J. Blige's last album, she has a drill song and it's kind of (laughs) wild. Like it's, it's, it's like not great it's 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 a, it's a fucking trip like they really they they they, they really just put auntie mary on some fu- like it's like her and five yo foreign you know like there's a difference Incredible. between something like that <laughs> and 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 like there's a difference between somebody like really trying to make that reach and it not working all the way but still being like a fun song but being like you know, like you, you got no business doing that, Auntie. Yeah, like, <laughs> and yeah. um, and like somebody who like has a cool TikTok account. I'm, I, I'm I'm like blanking on a name right now, but like somebody who wasn't born into it, but just kind of like found a home on it in a way that feels organic and uh, doesn't. And and it isn't just like get off this shit, Grandpa type shit. Right. But um, right. That <laughs> um, right. Exactly. Um, and since we're here, I was gonna ask this later, but uh, I guess I'll ask it now since we're already talking about TikTok. Um, you've grown kind of a crazy following on there, and seeing that happen for you was really dope. So like, what? So like, how did that start? Like, when did you? I'm. I mean, like, I don't want to ask like, when did you think it was time? Because you know, like, most everybody is trying to make their way on, but like, when? But like, when did you? What inspired you to first start trying TikTok? And when did you first realize that it was a thing that was like, it, it was just a thing. Like, when did you first, re- when were you first like, oh shit, like
1: I popped or like relatively, yeah. you know? So the, the birth of, of my, like, of it is kind of, it is kind of like I was born in the darkness already. It's like, I, I, I study film because I've always wanted to make movies. So I've, so I've always been like making skits, you know, making little shorts films yeah uh, always make it, making things that like go like if i make a song i might make a skit that's directly related to the song to promote it so that's kind of exactly what happened with my blowing up on tiktok not kinda it is i had a skit that i made years ago like before tiktok existed Yeah. that when tiktok came out they were like oh you could just post things and see what happens i'm like all right let me post this skit that i had and see what happens and that shit blew up got like a fucking i think like half a million in one day of, of views and i was just like holy shit, <laughs> <laughs> right um yeah <laughs> so at that point it was just like i just gotta keep it keep keep it going and at the point it was a little adapting to see all right what's the format that's more typical because you know like my shit was like widescreen so i started shooting like vertical um and yeah it was just really just more about starting to be like it forced me to become more consistent with stuff I was already doing but had a way more lax like time frame of like oh I can make one every fucking six months like <laughs> and I was I like you, you might need three a day like
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: at least yeah
0: um so even so even further back than that like, when did you first decide that you wanted to make music for real? Like, when did it become, when did it go, when did it go from you just fucking with Daft Punk and Cassidy to being like, oh, like, I want to, like, do this for real?
1: So there was actually some very specific things that happened. Uh Nas dropped Hip Hop Is Dead. Mm-hmm. And it was around the time that I had specifically just started liking rap. So that felt. He was one, and he was one of the people who I was studying. Like, was the like, because I had uh, my math teacher was like a mentor, and he was like, you gotta listen to Thirty Six Chambers, you gotta listen to Omatic. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's like I just I'm in the middle of like processing Omatic, and this man who everybody considers is the best rapper and has the best album is like. This genre is done, like, and I'm like, no. Right. <laughs> like I literally I took it to heart. It was like, he's saying it, so it's true. Like, why? Like, yeah, you I and me both, here. man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then at the, around that same time, Method Man's 421, the day after came out. And there's a song with him and Red Man. I forget the name of it. But Red Man says, You're sick and tired of whack rappers, then act now. It was a call right. to action. Like, so the fact that hip hop was dead, and he's saying it, like, kind of unrelated, but he's like, if you're tired of that, then fucking start rapping. Like, be better. Like, <laughs> so me and my friend, we were literally, we both were into both these albums and we're was like, yo, we should start rapping as corny as it is, literally to save hip hop. <laughs>
2: so, yeah, it was like a
1: direct, super direct response, like, nah. Like, I was cool with just being a fan, but now that it's dead, I feel a sense of responsibility. Like, I got, I want to do this shit now. Um, And the first thing I made was uh, horrible. It, it was like, we we were both in the classroom, like, you write a verse, I write a verse. It's going to be all about code-related things. Make every bar that ha- just have to do with freezing temperatures or whatever. Like, you got yours, I got mine. So after class... We went to my mentor, my math teacher, and we're like, "Yo, we was excited. We're like, we both just did a verse. You gonna be the judge of this?" He's, uh, my voice fits his verse first, and the teacher's like, "Oh shit! Like, I, I ain't know you could. <laughs> you had that in you." And I'm like, "Oh, he like his shit. You gonna love mine?" <laughs> so I start rapping, I'm like, "Slush mush," like, <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: and he, he, he fucking had like the only like face of disgust. <laughs> he was <laughs> just like, you do not need to be rapping. Tyro. He like, said you that thought.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: you thought. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, he gave me the you thought, motherfucker. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I was crushed by that shit. Like I took that, like that really t- I took it to heart because I wanted his like approval. Right, of course. And it was almost like a decision. It was like you're never going to be able to tell me that again. And literally, like, like, that that's what happened. Like, it was like, all right, we making, like, we making our next song. Like, we're a rap group now. Like, we rap, like, we're doing our next song. Like, let's go. Like, I, I need to write this next verse. <laughs> and then, like, then rap it back to him. Yeah, no, <laughs> and, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so that's That's what happened. it was like, from that next verse on, it was just, I won't say it was the greatest shit ever. But it was good enough, and leaps and bounds enough from the first thing where he was just like, "All right, <laughs> okay, like you could you <laughs> could do this, you can rap, <laughs> acceptable." Like yeah, he's like, "Yeah, he's, he's like, throw the beard, <laughs> <laughs> the long white beard, you know, the sensei beard." Uh, but yeah, like in my own opinion, so I feel like I never spit a single whack thing after that that first verse.
0: Wow. So, so this happens and uh, your OG kind of shits on you and you come back with something that you feel is better. From there, where did the name Breeze and Bomb come from? And like, I've been meaning to ask you this for years. Like, what does Breeze and Bomb mean? Like, just like, yeah. give get me, get, break, break that shit
1: down for me. Like, break down Breeze and Bomb for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... The type of rappers I was into always had a lot of complexity to everything they were doing, layers Mm -hmm. to meanings, and I wanted to be that way. And the first type of music I got into, like, I I was, like, listening to My Chemical Romance at the time, like, uh, like, because, you know, I started with, like, Daft Punk and Rock and there was a lot of things of, like, the dark, kind of, like, gothic Elements that really like I was drawn to, so I wanted something that was like low key, just related to death, like just like this shit just has to do with death. Like we had a rap group; we were called Kennedy because like it's like all the Kennedy families is just always dying. Like so, yeah. was, like every everybody had like a name. My 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 boy, his name was Rigul Au, which is like royal gold, which that was supposed to be like the gold coins put on the eyes when you die. Like so, right. That was the main basis. Like we, that's our parameters. Come up with a rat name within this morbid uh, situation. So the first part is fucking <laughs> <laughs> dumb as hell. The so you know the Dave Chappelle skit when he's like Lysol came through, and <laughs> so yep yep yep. I had a little joke period where I was Febreze as a counter to Lysol. I was Febreze like this the fucking. So yeah, like, I had a bunch of raps already with that in it, so I was like, so I don't have to change my raps. I'm gonna just drop the foot part, and I'm breezed now. So I was like, I need like a first name, last name type situation. So what's it gonna be? It needs to be something that really gives that that morbid theme. So I'm like, yeah, all right, embalming fluid. Uh, is you know as we all know what you put. God, I'm like literally just looking through words and shit. Like <laughs> just yeah. kind of like word association, just figure it out. Uh puzzle piece it together. So I find them embalm and like I'm I'm like, all right, I love that because with embalming fluid, it's like an effort to preserve like the appearance of like I I ain't dead. Like <laughs> it's just like <laughs> a a futile attempt of like beating death almost but it does kind of emulate it for a little bit so there's there is a certain i i like i like everything that like around that you know that kind of like failed attempt but there is an appearance of it um and in my mind it's like most of the time when i come up with like similes or metaphors or bars it's it's things that like my brain might see the connection but I don't consciously do and then I kind of just start just giving things meaning or puzzle piecing it together afterwards and that very much so happened with with my name where and like it has a couple entendres where breeze and balm is like embalm also means like when the air gusts and like the fragrances are Imparted onto you is like the you know, it's like it has that second meaning. So it's like breeze and balm is almost a sentence in that I'm like I'm putting my shit onto the game. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's like you go, you're gonna feel my presence. It's gonna walk over you like it's gonna be chill, it's gonna be cool. Um, so I, I had like those different ways of like interpreting the name where it's uh where it's about the death and trying to trying to like beat it trying to putting up an appearance of beating it um but then also embalm as like the wind yeah it it was a lot it was a lot <laughs> it was cool I like that like that's
0: not like I don't think i like I don't think it's like it is a lot but not in a bad way, you know like that's yeah. that's hard you know like it's cool when like shit means stuff sometimes like you know it's it's and like and you're like that was a name that you stuck with for a while. Um, I think I, th- I think around the time we first met, you were still you 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 were like on the verge of giving the name up. So of course, like you go from yeah. Breezin' Bomb, you go from Breezin' Bomb to just you know you know your birth name Tyrone with the X instead of the O. So um, why so like what inspired you to change? What, what inspired, inspired the change from Brees and Bomb to Tyrone? And yeah, yeah, what inspired the change from Brees and Bomb to Tyrone?
1: Uh, there was a couple of factors um for one i felt like every time i told someone my name i had to repeat it or say embalm like embalming fluid like it was not it wasn't a word that was just on people like a lexicon and love where it's like right. i know what you're saying like <laughs> <laughs> so that i never liked that part of it where it was just like ah embalm like embalming fluid every time i say reasonable like right embalm right fluid. right <laughs> that could get <laughs> y- y- you know that could get annoying i can I imagine yeah uh, and then it was also very lyrical miracle almost just implied within like it's just like it sets a certain brand image where it's just like even if it there are no rules to life like it just kind of sets the tone to what the songs have to be about what the Mm -hmm. like where i felt like i wanted to go in a way where it wasn't that anymore where it was more personal um because i feel like in my musical creation process that's one thing that i've been evolving towards where at the beginning it was very strictly stories that i'm either just making up or that i'm seeing that has almost never anything to do with me like <laughs> it's just like observations that i've internalized and like i feel strongly about but it's not a personal experience and i think that the, the name being so different uh i felt like just kind of was part of that where being tyrone like I felt like I did be more my more than myself I was becoming as opposed to who I was as a teenager when I started that. And right. Yeah, I like I won't lie, uh Kemba changing his name from YC to Cynic to Kemba was also a like all right, let me ask the question to myself that you asked yourself that made you ask like change your name. Right. Yeah, like, no, absolutely. Is, is this gonna represent the brand that I want? You know, there's just there was so many layers around that. And the most comfortable thing I felt like changing my name to was just my name. Which, <laughs> interestingly enough, there is meaning now behind the X almost in the same way as before, where it's just like essentially something random that I'm ascribing meaning to afterwards. Mm-hmm. But, but it's just like my brain could find meaning in so many things that it's just like, that's almost <laughs> just a process. <laughs> Uh so I originally just changed my name to Tyrone with an O. I don't know you, you I don't even remember this. I do, yeah. It was yeah. real brief. Yeah. It was super brief. It was like a three-day, a literal three-day window of from O to the X. And what happened was I always knew it was gonna be a challenge to break through in the sea of branding, just being a Tyrone with an O with no markers. But I'm like, I'm ready for that shit. Soon as I dropped the first single on my name, my music on Spotify got slumped in with like a li- like fifty other songs of like fifty different artists, all who had the names Tyrone. And I was like, I've made a great mistake. <laughs> yeah, the,
0: yeah. Out the, the gates,
1: <laughs> I fucked up.
0: The, the, the s the SEO monster claimed another victim. Yeah, I feel hey, it. I feel it. it. <laughs>
1: So it was literally like a all hands on deck scramble of like calling all my friends on, like, what do you think should be my adjustment? And everybody threw out ideas. I don't know if the X was my idea or someone else's idea, to be honest. But um we went with the X. I later came up with X stands for uh, you know, the Bronx, where I'm from. Of X course. stands for the red X. Cause like and the logo is a red X as well. It also mm-hmm. stands for the mistake I made by coming out with the O and not doing my due diligence and almost like wearing that as a brand. <sighs> like it's like, don't forget the fucking errors you can make when you too hasty. Like. <laughs> right. And uh I don't know if we were on air when we were talking about this, but when I was telling you about the 10 album, 10 song structure. Nope, like, you
2: didn't. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That yeah, that was off off camera.
1: Yeah. So whenever I, I make an album. I've always wanted it to just be 10 songs for that, no matter what. And the Roman numeral 10 is X. Is an X, so Yeah. That, like, that was like the tri <laughs> the trifecta of meaning I gave to the X after <laughs> See, it was created.
0: Bro, it's like I told you, old habits die hard, man. The more the more things change, the more they stay the, the same. The same.
1: <laughs> like that's yeah.
0: so funny oh my god so I didn't know um I didn't know any of that so that's that that that's crazy just for me like as you as as your homie to know that and um and and yeah like and yeah, like it can't not be said obviously shout out to Kemba I had him on about a month ago um we all met the same day and yeah. we've all been homies ever since and I'm just like very grateful to know you <laughs>
1: um, Likewise, man.
0: hell yeah but um what's it called what was I going to say? Yeah. So um, so so um, I'm really interested in the whole idea of I'm interested in the idea of the name of the name change kind of giving you the freedom to make different types of songs like that's kind of what I'm stuck on right now, because you look at the self-titled album, your self-titled album Tyrone, and there's so much variety on that album. And, you know, like you have a song like Know My Name, you have a song like, you know, like Know My Name isn't like New Day and New Day yeah. isn't like Panic Room and Panic Room isn't like uh, um, fucking Feel That Flame, you know, like all the yeah. like all those songs are completely different kinds of songs. So you really came out the gate on on some like, you know, like you said, you can't put me in a box. Like, I can yeah. do this, 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 and this. And there's even, like, one or two songs where you're rapping in Spanish, if I remember correctly, right? On, on looked, the self-titled?
1: I, not on the subtitled, but on the follow-up. Um, okay, on right, Fire on Firestarter. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I could could be because I remembered
0: about Firestarter, but I couldn't remember if there was at least one on, uh, um, on Tyrone. But, um, like, I remember when you first told me you were going to – I remember when you first told me the album was coming and then you sent me the Know My Name video. And just like how at that point um, the Power Rangers shit was like very much a part. Of, I'm like, I guess it still is,
2: yeah, 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 <laughs> you, know, yeah.
0: you know, you know, <laughs> shout out to Ramon and all that. <laughs> but fucking. Um, yeah. yeah, man. Like, so like just to see you kind of come out the gate, just like this is who I am now and yeah. really kind of land on that in such a cool in such a cool way and like seeing people come up to you at your show you just had a couple weeks ago and talk about like oh i've been fucking with you since breeze and bomb and like people talking to you about songs from the self-titled and like i know panic room is one that's kind of connected with a lot of different people as you started to grow your base in the states and particularly around the world um and just like I just think that's really interesting, you know, like and and, and and like especially to like take that base and go from the self-titled to Firestarter and yeah. really kind of lean into it. Like, like fi- like I feel like Firestarter is not quite as varied as Tyrone was. It's a little yeah. more reined in, but not in a bad way. Just
1: like there, you kind of said producer on Firestarter. So I- that, that lends to that. A lot for sure, right? And who and who and who produced all the firestarter? I don't know off the top. Um, he he's kind of in a changing rap, uh, not rap name, beat names like situation right now. But his name was my god at the time, it's mm-hmm. Ramon. Oh, right, uh, of who, course, who, who okay, was the red power ranger. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> so I I don't know what he wants to be referred to as, but if you hear all the tags, it's always going like adios or um, you know, which means like. Oh my god, in Spanish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that tag.
0: Me too. Shout out to Ramon for real. He's 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 amazing at everything he does. Um, so there are a handful of songs on Firestarter where you do rap in Spanish, and it's something yeah. that you kind of kind of eased into a bit. So um what inspired you to start rapping in Spanish and also as as someone who's multilingual and like particularly somebody who uses words all the time, like you do, like, do you feel, do you feel like being multilingual kind of affects the way you write and like the way you like see words and how they get arranged? I'm always like, as someone, as someone who can, as someone who could barely speak
1: English sometimes, like I'm always (laughs) really, I'm
0: always really interested in how that translates. So like, talk to me about that.
1: Yeah. So I think the, the first question was, like, "What, how to it come about, like, making the music? Um, yeah, like, what inspired you to start rapping in Spanish? Yeah, so, to be honest, I am very adverse to rapping in Spanish, like, my whole come up. It was stuff that, like, you know, uncles or my brother, like, would always be like, why don't you rap in Spanish? Do you know Spanish? Rap in Spanish. And <laughs> I think a lot of multilingual, like, New York rappers, especially, I don't know, like, the experience of everybody else, but, like rappers who grew up in new york and speak spanish have like a chip on their shoulder of like i want to prove i'm good at this english shit you know like i bet yeah there's like a subtextual like if i rap in spanish that's some whole other shit that I don't got to do with this new york shit like like and i want respect here um so i think that was the element that kept me away from it um when i dropped the self-titled it was all in English, but it took off a lot in mexico, right yeah, so they they there's a there's a certain demographic of Mexicans that speak English in mexico like in parts of Mexico um but obviously they all speak Spanish, and there's some like you know there's some people that don't really they didn't know what I was saying, but just like fucked with the sound of it, and I wanted i felt. For the first time, like an incentive to 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 rap in Spanish, it was like, all right, the people who are supporting me the most. A lot of time when I'm on live and I'm talking in English, they're like, "Can you talk in Spanish instead?" Because I, can, I can't understand you. And I'm like, "Oh, well, okay, sure, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah." So it's was like, let's see what it sounds like if I if I make Spanish music. And Latin Lover was the the first of those. I hit up. I was actually uh, uh, at this restaurant last a Mexican restaurant. Funny enough, and I thought of these English lines. It was just like two lines. It's how I end Latin lover. It's I be talking Spanish in our conversations, and she be getting wet like condensation. Right. <laughs> and I was just like, I hit it. I made a voice note of that, to Ramon. I was like, I want to do a Spanish song. Use whatever wherever you go with it like just use this as your inspiration i don't care what it sounds like like send me something back (laughs) so what he made was latin lover beat and and then i ended up making latin lover i had a lot of fun making it and i was like i I think i I could do this more often (laughs) and then obviously
0: you know like or not obviously but that's kind of that's kind of bloomed into this whole new project how um um sorry el peligro like fucking yeah. like w- which is which is your first album entirely done in spanish so um you know i um i've heard some of it but not all of it at this point but i'm just curious like i mean i'm I mean, like i feel like you already kind of answered this question but if you could like but just for like elaboration's sake like why why was now kind of the right time for you to make like the spanish language album like 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 obviously you feel some sort of you you feel a little more confident in yourself to be able to do that but still represent new york the way you do but i but i don't i don't want to answer the question for you why why was now the right time
1: no yeah it's it's actually not a obvious answer the reason cuz even though i did uh, like three songs in spanish on firestarter my original like I still hadn't dived into the concert fully and I was working on my next English project, which I have like a bunch of songs for already as well. Um, but I did during the pandemic, a couple of freestyles to some of the top, most popular instr- like instrumentals from Mexican rappers. And one of the ones that I did made its way to the producer of that beat. And he he fucking loved the freestyle so much that he found me online, DM'd me, and was like, "Bro, this is how you rapping. I got a beat pack for you, like for free." Like, <laughs> hey, crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what?
2: Like, what? Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> like it's cool to go viral and like fucking get like people like, cause like it had like a million plays, I think, on, on Facebook, and uh, like you know, a lot of people like were commenting on it but like to have the person who made this shit be like i very much approve of this so much so that i want to hear more of your music on my beats like i'm like i can't make a fucking english album over these beats like yeah, that would <laughs> come on now. Sense. <laughs> yeah yeah like that'll be a yeah. wandering of uh, <laughs> a situation so it just it felt so like like okay like i just gotta make music on on, on what he sent me and with the goal of doing some Spanish shit and I'm, I'm really happy with, with what's been coming out. What's his name? Uh, Walter Vargas. Um, Yeah. Walter Vargas. Shout out to Walter Vargas. That's, that's, that's
0: really like, that's love, you know, like, cause people, people don't just be sending beats for free for nothing. Like that's, yeah, hell yeah. that's love. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah. I was, I definitely I was gassed up <laughs> right I mean like how could you not be and uh like I feel like because it's been I want to say it's been about four years since you officially made the change it was like 2017 yeah, 2018 ish okay yeah. 2018 so like so like it's been about four years since you made that change you've kind of like you've you've grown in the sense that you're you know like willing to uh willing to rap in spanish and like make make spanish language songs which is always which is always going to be you know you know like we're from the same area so obviously you, you, you know you, you know like i got i got fucking reggaeton playing outside my window every <laughs> yeah. li- literally bro i keep on meaning to tell you this like every single day like either some fucking reggaeton or some bachata oh, man, like just Oh, like, like, cause like I live, I live in, um, I live in an area with like a very heavy, um, a very heavy Latin population. So like, it's just like, like, like you, like I have a shop right up the street from my house. Like, like it's either the, the, the two things you're guaranteed to hear in my parking lot are either bad bunny or drill. It's always <laughs> one of, it, it, like, 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 like the songs I hear going past my window, it's either bad bunny G Herbo, Drake, fucking, um, it's, 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 it's a, you know, like it's the kind of mix I'd imagine that y'all have out there all the time, but like, sorry, that was just a, that was, that was completely unrelated to what I wanted to ask. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just had that thought you, um, but you know, you've, I feel like you've done so much and grown in so many different ways and made so many, you've gotten so many looks and made so many connections and just kind of just built these bridges for yourself over the course of these last four years. and like even even from you know like you've gone from know my name to like you you've played fucking shows in Mexico like you've you've like 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 you've gone around the world off of your name you know like you weren't Breeze and Bomb you were Tyrone and like that's a really beautiful thing to me you know like not just like not just like as like a journalist but like as your friend like it's amazing to see you do all that and like I guess my last like formal question for you is uh what do you feel is the biggest difference between Breezenbaum and, and Tyrone? Like how like how do you feel how do you feel you've grown the most as an artist over the course of the last like four years?
1: Yeah, I feel like the biggest thing has been the North Star of like figuring out how to be more personal or what that even means to me to be more personal um because part of like like I said the breeze and bomb ethos was a very detached element to anything that has to do with a lived experience like I even had songs where it was just like a whole mythology that I was creating and just all type of weird I would I would really venture into some weird areas but well, one thing I would never venture into is just, like, my emotions about anything. Right. <laughs> and I think that's why Panic Room was one of the songs that connected with so many people. Because it it's, like, I would say the song where I most, like, had, where I most was focused on the North Star of, like, Gut Personal, be Tyrone. And it's, like, it, not every detail I mention is specifically about my life. Um, I might say some shit that's not exactly true. Like I say, I was driving around, and I don't, I don't have a license, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I take, I take certain liberties like that. <laughs> but I feel like just the emotional truth, trying, trying to find that like emotional truth over trying to create fucking. I don't even know what I was trying to create. Like, I think I was trying to create like mythologies, to be honest. Like, (laughs) (laughs) and and that that's being myself and discovering myself as opposed to discovering the outside world. Right, I would say. I think I think that's right. I got up cuz
0: I wanted to show you that I still got my panic room hat. Hey. I, I, yes. I, it's it, it's been it's been it's been fucking it stares at me up in this corner in my room over here <laughs> every night. I'm um, a little dusty right now, but I'll fix that later. But yeah, you know, like I think <laughs> I got I no, nah, now nah, this is like a lint roller situation. Um <laughs> but no. <nah. It's> <laughs> but nah, bro. Um I think I think it shows it shows in the stuff you've been making and in the way people are kind of have been latching onto it over the course of really the last like two years in particular. Um, and like, you know, you don't, you, you, you don't, you don't just go, you, you don't get called to do shows in different countries. Like if you don't have music that connects with people, you know, like that's, that, that that's like a, that's real shit.
1: And a trip, you, a trip for me, was, sorry to cut you off. No, nah, like, it's cool. And being in Mexico, and having them like rap along to my English lyrics but then like they can't talk to me in English like I had to talk to them in Spanish like that that shit felt that felt good
0: (laughs) yeah that that was that was you know like that was that's like a full circle moment for you just kind of you know like that's yeah like I, I don't even have anything slick or clever like that's just like a full circle moment and yeah. you really, you know, like you did that on your, you did that on your own, and really built something special that people like care about, and that's, you know, that's crazy, like that's great. I'm just, I, I'm just happy. I
2: literally
1: did that on my <laughs> own. Like I didn't even have opening acts. I did a two hour set. <laughs> like I, I was, I went ham. Like, like I, yeah, it was, a, it was a good time.
0: You know, and that, and, and you know, like now you did something similar. What, what's it been like? Three weeks? Two weeks? Since
1: since, since the Chelsea like, Music Hall show? Yeah, like two, two or so weeks. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like yeah. you know, and things you know, like things are only going up from here. Whenever whenever El Peligro drops, I know it's 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 like, you know, I think uh, obviously you got something special. I think you got something special, and Thank um, you. yeah, of course. It's just it, I'm just I'm just very, 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 very happy to see you really like stepping into yourself and like, you know, like you're about to present something to the world that's really going to like. We like once again, like that's like the full circle moment is like the first the, the first Spanish album for you, like that's clearly something that's important to you. And uh, I can't wait to hear it. And um, y'all should go fuck with my man on Patreon because he has a Patreon and yes. go do that yeah <laughs> <laughs> go fuck with tyrone with the x t y r x n e at fucking patreon and everywhere else pretty much
2: yeah.
0: um i yeah yeah i realize now whenever i have people on i don't i don't like plug i don't plug people so like, like i got plug people's socials in like the con in, the in like the in the description but i never like i never you're the first person i've been like go you know so like that's
1: that's got you a first baby
0: yeah you already
2: (laughs) you already know
0: (laughs) so my very 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 last question for you um if your life was a movie what would it be about
1: i if my life was a movie it would be about a zombie outbreak and i would not be the hero i would be the first zombie (laughs) (laughs) i'd be patient zero
0: yeah, patient zero. Patient zero is a crazy ass name too. I'm surprised that like, I'm surprised that like, I can't think of any movie called Patient Zero. I can't think of any musician called Patient Zero. Yeah, zero. Like, like, patient, like, like, Patient Zero either sounds like, horror. honestly, like that he either like you know like they either sound like like Patient Zero would either be like the craziest rapper that nobody knows about, or like, <laughs> yeah. or, like or like, or like some like d-tier x-men character just like oh like patient zero like <laughs> yeah. you know you, you know it's like their power is like they're sick you know like type shit
2: <laughs> but <sick>. like
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yo but <laughs> not only am i sick i am sick with it
0: come on now come on nah, nah. <laughs> but but t i don't have any more questions but like thank you man this was so much fun and yeah, like,
1: yeah, man. I, I could talk to you for like 12 hours straight.
0: Yeah, man, we, we've already done it before. Like, I, I, we've we, we already been walking up and down streets and just talking about bullshit for two hours. So, yeah, like this is like just the fact that people can hear it is cool, you know, yeah. <laughs> but just like, yeah. but nah, like, you know, like I'm happy. I'm happy we were finally able to get something because like I know we've been we've been working at something for a, for, for a while and I'm happy. I'm happy I could finally make that happen in some way. And just obviously like, I'm proud of you. And just like, I can't wait to hear this project and really see people. That's the beautiful thing about being, I'm mean, like, I haven't heard the project yet, but like being in this position where like, you know, music is coming and then you get to hear it before everybody else. A lot yeah. of people kind of, a lot of people treat that as like, a, oh, I already heard it. So I only get to experience the the, the thrill of it once. But, you, but, but it's not like that for me. Like, A, like the trust that, you know, like the trust of getting music early is always something that like means a lot to me because it's like you trust me enough to want to hear it but then when it comes out you get to watch people react to it and that's yeah. like reliving it all over again to me you know like I think I think that's a I think that's an extra layer of it that people don't really uh, appreciate and we should all be grateful to even be able to say like hey I got so and so's music early like people are trusting us with your art and shit it's crazy but yes yeah, yeah. man thank you so much I, I, I'm, 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 I'm I'm, rambling
1: I'm, I'm sorry but <laughs> I love it I'm here for the rambles <laughs> yo but man yeah I appreciate you man thank always you man inviting me on it was a pleasure always always
0: thanks for listening shout out to y'all for making it this far and shout out to all the black people listening too because y'all really impeccable Don't forget to like, subscribe, and tell a friend to come through next time. One.